You're listening to Down Home Fear, exploring true crimes and strange happenings of the American South. I'm H.H. Keegan. Welcome back to Down Home Fear. While Down Home Fear is primarily a true crime podcast, I also like to delve into strange happenings of the American South. And today we'll talk about one of those strange happenings. It involves a folk legend of the Deep South, a killer for sure, but not a human one. I think you'll really like it. It's a very unique story. Sit back and enjoy. Countless legends surround the Deep South, and not just supernatural ones. Legendary animals are said to lurk in the dense forest and swampland throughout Alabama and Florida. Apex predators that devour men, women, and children alike. Perhaps the most famous southern man-eater is the American alligator. The largest ones can get up to 16 feet long and weigh over 1,000 pounds. They dwell in the freshwater marshes and swamps in the southeastern U.S., ranging from eastern Texas all the way up to North Carolina. And the relationship between humans and alligators has always been tense. Once overhunted to the point of being endangered, conservation programs in the latter half of the 20th century have since allowed the alligator population to quickly rebound. Alligator attacks, especially fatal ones, are rare, but they do happen. The animal's large size, stealthy movements, and fierce strength make them an inherent threat to unsuspecting swimmers. They are especially dangerous in murky waters where they're more likely to mistake humans for their natural prey. But what if there was a large alligator that intentionally stalked and killed humans? Such a predator is said to have once existed, terrorizing the wetlands of the Alabama-Florida border. Today we'll talk about the legendary alligator, Two-Toed Tom. The story of Two-Toed Tom has become a staple of deep southern folklore. It dates back to the early 1920s when rumors began circulating throughout southern Alabama. They told of an unusually large male alligator, estimated to be somewhere between 14 and 16 feet long, and that had been on a murderous rampage. As they are today, 
Alligator attacks were rare, but this particular brute seemed to be going out of his way to hunt and kill people who were living along the region's lazily flowing rivers and tranquil lakes. His main hunting grounds was a town called Florala. Tom's nefarious reputation continued to spread as he wreaked havoc, devouring cattle, dogs, and of course, people. Stories of his exploits began to grow more and more outrageous. It was said that he could flip a full-grown horse off of its feet with just a single lash of his powerful tail. It was even suggested that he was a demonic entity, born in the swamps and sent to punish humanity for its sins. In 1934, the story of Two-Toed Tom was officially recorded by a professor from the University of Alabama. His name was Carl Carmer. He noted the key physical details that set Two-Toed Tom apart from other alligators. Apart from his massive size, he was said to have piercing red eyes that seemed to glow in the darkness. What's more, his jaws were said to be unusually large for an American alligator and capable of tearing a grown man to pieces in just seconds. But the most telling feature, and the one which he was named after, was that he had just two toes on one of his feet, likely the result of him accidentally stepping in a steel trap set by hunters. This unique physical trait made his tracks very easy to identify, and whenever people saw two-toed tracks on the riverbanks, they knew that Tom was nearby. As the attacks continued and the telltale two-toed footprints kept ominously appearing on the riverbanks of Florala, locals tried to fight back. Bounties were placed on Tom, and people flocked from all over the South to try their hands at killing the legendary beast. Despite his size and brutal reputation, Tom managed to elude anyone who set out to capture or kill him. For 20 years, he was actively hunted, but he always prevailed. Sometime during that 20-year period, the most well-known incident involving Two-Toed Tom occurred. As with many folk tales, this one is full of anecdotes with multiple variations. So here is one rendition of what may have occurred. A man named Pap Haynes had bought 40 acres of land near Florala to start a cattle farm. Of course, he'd been assured that all the stories of the demon alligator said to lurk in the swamps around his new home were just rumors started by children. Haynes believed he was safe until the day he discovered one of his mules slain, laying in the middle of a field with its entrails torn from its stomach. He followed a trail of blood that led to a nearby pond and found two-toed tracks imprinted in the fresh mud. Outraged, he ran to his house and asked his sons to help him throw buckets of dynamite into the pond, hoping to kill what only could have been Two-Toed Tom. It's said that Haynes and his sons threw 15 buckets full of dynamite into the pond and killed everything in it 
except for Tom. Just as the last bucket of dynamite had exploded, Haynes heard screaming coming from a different pond just a couple hundred feet away. He recognized the screams as those of his granddaughter and ran as fast as he could, but by the time he got to the next pond, it was too late. Just as he reached the edge of the water, he saw a massive alligator with eyes that seemed to glow red peering back at him. The water was churning with blood, and a single small arm dangled from the monster's jaws. Two-toed Tom had struck again. Haynes allegedly spent the rest of his life chasing after Two-toed Tom right up until the day he died, but of course, just like all the rest, Haynes never did catch him. Perhaps the reason Haynes never caught him is because Tom is believed to have moved from Florala, Alabama to the Florida Panhandle after his run-in with the dynamite. The sightings of Tom continued, with reports now saying he was bigger than ever, perhaps measuring as long as 24 feet. At some point during the 1930s, Tom attacked a woman near Sands Hammock Pond, ambushing her along a quiet trail not far from the water. This time, for some reason, the woman's screams seemed to stun him, and two men who happened to be nearby ran to assist her. One of them had a rifle with him, and he shot at Tom, apparently killing him. As the woman made her way to safety, the two men walked up to inspect the kill, when suddenly Tom lashed his massive tail about, knocking them over as he lumbered back toward the swamp. After that incident, sightings of Tom continued for many years. People claimed to see him along the Choctahatchee River and Holmes Creek Swamp, with his trademark menacing red eyes and two-toed foot. Overall, though, he appeared to become more subdued as he aged. For years, the legend of Tom fell dormant until in the 1980s when footprints of a massive alligator were found on a small island in the Choctahatchee River. Researchers were surprised to see that the specimen showed signs of having only two toes on one of his feet. Once news got out, a media frenzy ensued, and now rewards were offered for anyone who could prove that Tom was still alive. However, despite the public's best efforts, he has never again been seen in the flesh. According to the Smithsonian National Zoo, alligators in the wild live about 50 years, so one that was full-grown in the 1920s, somehow living all the way up until the early 1980s, would have been very unusual. If Two-Toed Tom really did exist, he'd certainly be long dead by 2017. That is, of course, unless he truly is a demon sent from hell to lurk in the dark, stagnant swampland of the Deep South.
So was Two-Toed Tom real? Let's just say that the evidence is murky at best. If I had to guess, I'd say that Tom is actually several different large, aggressive alligators that lived in the region throughout the early to mid-1900s. The locals came up with a story to explain the attacks, saying that it was in fact one very aggressive alligator. Sometimes little details like that just make for a better story. When I was about nine years old, I was at my local library and I found this book that was just titled Animal Attacks. And it was about a probably 300 page long book just full of all of these detailed stories about people who had been killed or attacked by all sorts of different animals. So they had grizzly bears, crocodiles, alligators, snakes mountain lions, tigers, like anything you can imagine that could kill you, they they included in this book. And I, for some reason, I was always really, really fascinated by it, and I kept renewing it so I could keep it checked out for, for months at a time, and I would just read through this book over and over again, and it really freaked me out, but I think that there's something just so primally compelling about the thought of a creature in its natural habitat that you're either knowingly or unknowingly intruding on and the creature lashes out and and attacks perhaps to defend its territory i think understanding that idea is why i decided to do this story about two-toed tom today because we've we've never really had a story quite like this on the show the closest we've come is maybe in the uh, southern specters part two episode i talked about a cryptid animal in uh in a louisiana swamp but this story is really unique and it's really fascinating to me, especially when looked at through the lens of how folklore evolves and changes over time. The earliest versions of the story said that Tom was just, you know, 14 to 16 feet, which is very large, but it's, it's a more realistic size for one of these American alligators to be. And then over the years, it got to the point where people were saying, oh, well, He's at least 24 feet, which is, you know, kind of absurd. That, that would be one of the largest, if not the largest, American alligator ever to be recorded. And so, anyhow, I think it's interesting to watch these stories kind of become crazier and crazier over time. Today's episode is on the shorter side, I know. Don't worry, it's not going to become a recurring thing. It's just because I have a lot of stuff going on in my personal life that's got me very busy right now. 
So I didn't have time to sit down and, and research a full, you know, 30 to 45 minute long episode. And the other issue that I ran into was that I, I had two alternate stories. One of them I'm postponing because of some uh, political stuff that's going on in the United States right now. I just felt like the particular story that I had chosen was um, kind of inappropriate to to release at this point in time. So anyhow, I'm, I'm just, again, kind of putting it on the back burner for a little bit and it'll come out once the timing is right. Then I had another story selected, and I started researching it, and it was just, like, so depressing and messed up that I did not feel like I wanted to continue uh, researching it at at this point in time. So we'll we'll see if that one comes back. So anyhow, uh, what I'm trying to get at is that there will be longer episodes forthcoming so don't worry i'd like to say thank you for all of the awesome emails and facebook messages and and everything that people have been sending with feedback about the show ideas for how the show can be improved things that people like and would like to see continue it's so so helpful and what's also helpful is if you join the facebook group if you rate and review on iTunes, and if you tell your friends about this show to help DHF keep spreading and finding new people. If you want to email me, you can contact me at downhomefear at gmail.com. You can also connect with me on Twitter at downhomefear. The Facebook group is Down Home Fear Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you'll be back for episode 21. My name is H.H. Keegan. This was Down Home Fear. is an independently produced podcast. To support the show, visit www.downhomefear.com.